we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Sins of the fathers. Oh, that sounds scary, don't it? Oh, but it's not. It's not. It's going to bless you. But it sounds intimidating. Amen. Because most of us are living under a deficit that either your immediate, his daddy or some daddy, somebody didn't know what to do at some point in their life and they made a decision that may, that you may have to pay for. They made a decision to either divorce, abandon the family, leave, or maybe they made a decision to do something, but it affected you and it has changed your life to where you have to live a certain way to overcome the deficit from it. Doesn't mean that you hate your father or you dislike them for what they did because you make mistakes too. You making them now. Life altering mistakes sometimes. So we're not pointing a finger of blame, but there are things that we all have to overcome that maybe our fathers fell short in. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this. Let's get in the message because some of y'all just scared. But, uh, <laughs> but it's just about overcoming. That's why we're here. We're here to get information so we can do better. Amen. Now, I, we, I refuse. You're not going to, you should refuse to live your life upset about what somebody else did when you have every opportunity to make a better decision. Come on, somebody. We don't do that old angry and wrath and swelling up and Hebrew Israelite because some man lets you down. No, you just look at somebody and say, you do better. You do better. You ensure that your children don't have to feel the way you felt. You ensure that your lineage is protected by your choices and not the choices of someone else. Amen. This is your, look at somebody say, this is your chance. Your chance. This is your opportunity. And God forbid you try to hate a man for making a bad decision with all the bad decisions you're making. But I'm making these decisions because of the decision he made. Well, he made them because of the decision his father made. Somebody is going to have to stop it and say, you know what? I love my dad. Thank God he gave me life. But I'm going to edit a few of these things and do them differently. This don't throw no shade on him. He was working with the mentality that was given to him. Now you are working with the mentality given to you. You're informed. How dare you sit in ABC and try to tap the mat and get out. No, you can't do it. You're getting informed in here. Amen. So you are held accountable to make better. Look at somebody say, make better choices. Yeah, you in here, man. That, that's why I tell people, man, it's best to just leave ABC. It is. I don't have a problem telling people that. I tell brother, it's best you just leave. Because in here, you're going to be accountable. But we're going to push you, us, me, all of us are pushing to be better. Amen? And that's all a man has to do is take responsibility. Once a man takes responsibility for it, then he can make better decisions. Amen? Well, my daddy, he left us when we was young. Well, you, you don't do it. I see traces of that in you. I see you acting a fool. Won't you act right? All right, let's get into this. Ezekiel 18 and 14. This is a cold-blooded, can I call a scripture cold-blooded? 
this 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 scripture is cold blooded. Y'all know I'm old, so I I don't say lit and stuff like y'all be saying. Scripture's lit. Can a scripture be lit? It can. It's fire. Okay, it's on fire. This scripture's on fire. The Bible even says that. Jeremiah said it's like fire. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Bones, bones, bones. <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel 18 and 14. Now behold, he has a son who has observed all his father's sins, which he committed. That's all of us in here. You observed all the sins that your father committed, and observing does not do likewise. That means you don't have to do them. He does not eat at the mountain shrines or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel or defile his neighbor's wife or oppress anyone. You hear that? Some decisions fathers make oppress the family. Oh, can I preach in here? You oppress the family. You make your son and daughter's way hard. Yeah. Oppress. He does not oppress anyone or retain a pledge or commit robbery, but he gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with clothing. He keeps his hands from the poor, does not take interest or increase, but executes my ordinances and walks in my statutes. He will not die for his father's iniquity. He will what? Surely live. Are y'all listening to this? God is telling you, no matter what your father may have done, no matter how hard he have made he made your way, no matter what he did to your family, there's going to be some consequences to it. You're going to feel those, but ultimately, you can make your own choices. That's what the scripture is saying. As for his father, because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what was not good among his people, behold, he will die for his iniquity. Yet you say, why should the son not bear the punishment for the father's iniquity? He says, well, when the son was practicing justice and righteousness and has observed all my statutes and done them, he shall surely live. The son does not have to die because of what his father did. He can live. Every man in here, you have an opportunity to change your future. You can't change history, but you can allow history to motivate you to change the future. Amen? Everybody stand. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Say, Pastor must be really hungry. Boy, if your father did not do well, You should still respect and honor the fact that he gave you life and accept the good that he did. If he didn't do well, in your eyes he may not have done well because of something you felt or it may have affected you, but you don't know the whole story. Oh, Lord. Yeah, boy. See, our society blames. Our society always sides with the woman. That's our society. Yeah, the woman ends up with the kids. With the, and she, she ends up with everything. They side. They sympathize with the woman. But there's always two. Look at somebody say two sides. All marriages. Every relationship is 100-100. That's what it is. 
Amen. Somebody don't want to amen that. Well, he did. Well, you did stuff too. So don't you ever get caught up blaming your father because there's two parts to it. So you still respect it. You can't hate your father and love your mother. The Bible says if you hate your father, you're a murderer. You can't hate him. Especially after you look at the slimy stuff you've done. Can I preach in this place? See, it's so funny how when people get caught for stuff, we point the finger. But the ones that got away with it, we don't want to point the finger. You need to point the finger at yourself. You got away with some stuff your father didn't get away with. Or you got some knowledge that he didn't have and you did things a little differently. That don't make you better than him. That just means you got some knowledge. Yeah, so you don't ever point the finger and cause hatred toward the father. You accept the good he did and that he gave you life and that you're here because of him. Exodus 20 and 12, honor thy father and thy mother. You can't honor your mother and hate your father. You can't honor your mother and dishonor your father. You got to honor them both that thy days may be long upon the earth. If, if one of them's not getting honor, shorten days. You walk around with hatred, your days are going to be shortened. You walk around with hatred for your father, your days will be shortened. Yeah, your health will get bad. You carry, you carry around hatred towards your father, something's going to happen to your heart. Bible said, guard your heart from that kind of stuff, from malice and hatred and wrath. That junk will stop your heart from beating. You better forgive and honor him. You know, somebody don't like this message, but he did, he did. Well, you did, you did. We all did. Did we all do? We've all done. So we don't have a finger to point at anyone. Anybody that sit up and talk about somebody and what they're doing, I hope you perfect. You sitting up here and dogging out his decision, I hope you've never made a bad one. <laughs> Honor thy father and mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Your father's sins will revisit you and tempt you. Yes, they do. Same thing your dad, same sins. That your dad may have committed same sins that tempted him, they're gonna tempt you. Yeah. But it doesn't have to overtake you. Every man is held accountable for what? His own actions, not his father's. So when these sins come to tempt you, you're the one held accountable for the decision you make. You can't blame your daddy for some sins that came to you. No, you made the decision to send the sin. But they're gonna revisit, they're gonna come test you. They're going to walk around you and try to make you do this, especially in cases of divorce and that kind of thing. Man, if you've been through a divorce, every argument you have is going to smell like divorce. Oh, I'm preaching in here. That's okay. Amen. You get a, you, you've been through that. If your parents divorce or your parents, I mean, as soon as you argue, the word divorce is going to come up. A good, hardcore argument, the word divorce is going to come up. I think we ought to just... It, that's the sin revisiting you. What you gonna do with it? Oh, it's quiet in the house. Yeah, if you was raised without your father, you get angry, you, you wondering what the... What, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll just leave. Y'all don't need me. 
I'll get out of here because you were used to not having a father. It's revisiting. If you grew up in a house where the man stayed there no matter what, then you can argue and the word divorce never comes up. We're just going to be mad. We're just mad at each other. Ain't going nowhere. You going? I'm getting out of here. Okay. You know, huh? Well, well we, we, dinner's at six. All right. I'll be back. You know I'm coming back. I'll be back. Yeah, that's the argument you have because that's what you were used to seeing. You know you coming back. But if you didn't see it that way, if you grew up and the father bounced for good, you trying to bounce sometimes. And God got to get a hold of you and tell you, you're not your father. The sin is revisiting you, but you're going to do something different than he did. You're going to stay. Every man is held accountable for his own actions, not his father's. Deuteronomy 24 and 16. The father shall not be put to death for the children, neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his what? His own sin. Fathers can teach you what to do and what not to do. The consequences of a man's actions can indirectly teach lessons. Your daddy may not have had a PhD in child raisinology. And he probably tried to do his best or could have done better. But some of the mistakes he made, he didn't have to say nothing. You just walked in the house and it was boom, 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 boom. And you knew I'm going to have to change that. When I get an opportunity, that's changing. He indirectly taught you how to do it different because you remember the pain of what it was when you do it that way. The pain taught you how to do it differently. Amen. When you about to walk out on your family, you look at your children and say, I remember what that felt like. So I'm staying. Hey, me and my wife, we, we, we argue, disagree, whatever, but man, we know ain't nobody going nowhere. We're just going to have to forgive each other. Amen. Ain't nobody going nowhere, no matter what. She got a dead body in the back of her uh, SUV. I'm just, we just got to figure out where to put it. But man, I'm, Lee, you got me out here this time, woman. Lord, I don't know what we gonna do with this. This is a hard one. Ain't going nowhere. Come on, let's get it out. Who was it? What she do? <laughs> No, it's one of the P-31 women. She was hating on you again. Okay. Come on, Landon. Landon, I need you to come home right now. She's going to go have to help mama out, man. That's mama. <laughs> but fathers can teach you indirectly. Lamentations 5 and 7 says, Our fathers were sinners and are dead. And the weight of their evil doing is where? On us. So that means that we are carrying the weight of what they did wrong. We carry that. And it gets hard sometimes. It gets real hard sometimes. Carrying that. But guess what? We have to make better choices. The weight of that ought to indirectly teach us to not cast this weight on our children. 
Amen, men. What's wrong with y'all this morning? Donuts. Everybody's sleepy. The sugar high. We should have had the donuts right before the message. Then they'd have been cheering like Arsenio Hall show. Ain't no dog pound now. It just, amen. God has a unique plan for all fathers, and it is up to us to do what? Fulfill the plan. Listen, y'all, let me tell you something about the plan and the fulfilling of the plan. I got to get some height. Hold on. The plan that God has has to be walked out. You don't sit and wait on God to deliver a set plan. He don't work that way. He's not going to tell you what to do, how it's going to be done. This is what you do to get here. No, he's going to walk with you and he's going to tell you step by step as you trust him. That's the way he works. Little by little, inch by inch. Everything's a cinch. That's how God works. He just moves like that. Okay? Not going to let you get ahead of him because then you won't trust him. So, he's going to stay and you're going to walk the plan out. Okay? So, quit asking God for a plan and ask him for faith to walk out a plan. Does that make sense? It's going to take time to walk it out. Walk it out. Yeah, I preach now about EX Ministries and what God showed me and how he did it. I, I say all that now, but while I was walking it out, I didn't have information. Amen. I couldn't preach color of blood first. I didn't know that stuff. I preached part one first because part one's going to come before 11. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I walked through these stages and steps and I had to go through things and I had to deal with things and I had to learn things. All these things. This is the plan. God's plan is being fulfilled. But you're walking through it. Okay? So the sins of fathers and the sins and the, all these different things come to try to alter God's plan for you. So this, each decision you make, each and every decision you make is important to the fulfilling of the plan over time. But if you make bad choices during that time, you can alter the plan in the end. Are y'all understanding me? See, God wants, I mean, the devil wants people just waiting on an ultimate plan from God to come. 10, 15, 20 years passed and they still waiting on this plan, but they didn't walk with God in the process, so they never got anywhere. When we leave our fathers, we must become the father that God planned for our families. Right? Therefore shall a man do what? Leave his father and mother. Leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, and they shall be what? That's God's way. So, God's plan requires a man first to leave his father and mother. He didn't say leave his father and mother and then stop right there, uh, single dudes. He said leave his father and mother and do what? Cleave unto his wife. And the two shall be what? One flesh. We got too many brothers walking around half flesh. You must forsake the sins of your father in order to accomplish this. And be a good man for your wife and children. James 1 and 12. Blessed is the man that endureth what? 
temptation because when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which God has promised to them that love him. Blessed is the man that endureth. That means makes it through temptation. So the sins of the father are going to come to tempt you, but you're going to have to make it through to be a good man for your wife and children. Amen. You know, it's so funny. 40 years ago, folks was up preaching, telling folks, you know, get your, uh, quit arguing over this and arguing over that. Now you got to preach, stay home. Don't leave. Stay in the family. Don't divorce. That's what preachers have to preach now. Isn't that funny how that changed over the years? Argument used to be the toilet seat. Yeah, now the toilet seat argument leads to divorce. That's because there was already some stuff working toward that divorce. It's a mentalities. It's because people haven't seen proper examples. So, you, it, it blesses the man that endureth temptation. So when that junk comes up, he makes it through and say, you know what? I'm going to do what's best for the future of my family. I'm staying here. Amen. Amen. Tell that woman, you just going to have to love me because I ain't going nowhere. Look like that too. <laughs> Stay together. Blessed is the man that endured temptation. According to the Bible, that man is blessed when he is tried and he makes it through. Fathers must choose what is right over what is wrong. God will intervene and answer the prayers of a righteous father. He gives us strength to overcome the error of our fathers as well as our own. Amen? You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to error. But God will give you strength if you choose right over wrong. Proverbs 15 and 29, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of what? The righteous. So that means God ain't trying to put you in hell. Amen. And now you may have married Jezebel, but you chose her. Amen. But don't leave. If you're a real man, you can fix that. Amen. You fix it on your knees in prayer. Amen. Don't, don't try to push her. She's going to whip you. No, no. But yeah, you can overcome that. That can be overcome. Look. God is telling you right here, man, he, uh, he heareth the prayers of the righteous. If you get in right alignment with God, God will fix your home. He'll fix the love you used to have will come back. That was a choice. You chose to love. Oh, I'm preaching now. You gave your heart to somebody by choice. You can, if you can choose it, you can do it again. All you going to do is leave and choose again? Won't you stay and re-choose? No, I'm going to go start another family somewhere and try this over again. You're an idiot. It's still you. That means you took the issue with you. Ooh, I'm preaching now. You took crazy with you because you the one. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. God has given you an opportunity to start fresh and be brand new. 
whether it runs in your family or all the men were corrupt or abandoned their wives or all your uncles crazy, whatever, you don't have to be subject to the sins of your father if you are what? If you're a new creation, the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Listen to this part. Old things are what? Old things. The way folks did things, that's passed away. Look, behold, all things become what? New. That means you get a fresh start to do things differently. Amen? Don't matter if your daddy was a crip. You don't have to be one. Amen. Come on, bring your rag now. Bring it. Bring it. We're going to just stop right here. Bring your gun. Lay it on the altar. Know you got a Tech 9 or something old Uzi. <laughs> Gang members be carrying them old, old guns. Don't kill nobody. Just hurt a bunch of people. <laughs> but you don't have to be a crip or a blood. You don't. Your daddy was a player and a pimp. You don't have to be one. The sin's going to come revisit you, though. Oh, yeah, you'll think you, you'll think you can't have one woman. You'll think you need a whole bunch of women. You'll be wondering why I got to have all these women. Why I'm always looking at women and looking at all the cutting eyes and, and checking them out when they turn around and walk away. That came from your father, probably. It could have if he was like that. Ain't get control of your eyes. You ain't no different. Ooh, I'm preaching. Yeah. Yeah. Our women tell me, you know, they tell me, when he look at me, I just feel something inside of him looking at me. I said, that's because he lives in the digital realm and all he look at is porn. So he undressed every woman he's looking at. You may have inherited that. You got to stop it. If you're a new creation, if you're a new creation, your eyes are different. They're supposed to be. Amen. Yeah. All things become what? New. All things become new. What you've done in the past and what your father did in the past can be what? Forgiven. That's why we're in here. Amen. That's why we're in here. We're going to do things differently. What you've done in the past, what your father did can be forgiven. Although you may have to deal with consequences of sin, you can start anew today by making better choices and changing things for who? Changing things for your family. There's nothing wrong with a father sitting his son down and saying, look, I did this, I did this, and I, I hate I did that. I made a bad choice. I made a bad decision. But let me and you work together so you can make a better decision. That's a real father. That's a real, Amen. That's a real father. My dad, on his, on his, the day, the night before he died, me and him had the best conversation we've had, we ever had, really. And he began to tell me some things that, you know, not to do. He was like, ministry and preaching, he's like, that's not the most important thing. So when you get sick, because he was real sick, I mean, his body had gone all the way down with cancer. And he's like, when you get like this, Preaching and stuff, you, you ain't even thinking about that. You think about no ministry and church and preaching. You ain't thinking about that. You're thinking about your family. Did I do right by them? 
Did I raise them right? So he was telling me where to invest. He said, invest your time in your, your, your family, in Sabata and, and, and Landon and Vicky. And, and invest your time. Don't, don't be out there and just spend all your time out there, you know, trying to do ministry. Because like, you, when, when you're sick like this, it don't matter. You don't even think about that. My dad wouldn't think about preaching. And I took his words to heart, man, because, you know, when somebody's on their deathbed, you, you, you start listening to them, right? So I had to think about that. And now every, every now and then, yeah, I get caught up like anybody else. I get just like he did. I get caught up in ministry. So I, you know, thinking that I got to help this, this, that, this, that. And then, you know, Jonathan will do something and remind me, nope, I got to go see about Jonathan. Amen. Because at the end of the day, Amen. At the end of the day, he's the testimony of what I'm doing. So I got to go spend time with him. Landon, you know, I, I have to deal with him. I mean, Landon's pretty much grown up. He's helping me now. But I'm telling you, I have to prioritize those things. So the, voices, the voice of my father comes back all the time. And I've had, and my other, uh, another great influence in my life, my uncle, told me the exact same thing on his deathbed. Same thing. These preachers telling me. And he was a bishop high up in the Church of God in Christ, hierarchy. Everybody knew. I mean, he's a big, he was a big deal. But he told me, he's like, dude, I don't care about no, right now. I don't care about none of that. None of that stuff matters. Right now, it's about my family. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That's what's important. Amen. So you have to make the decision. I have to make a decision. And every time I get busy with the church folks, I have to make a decision. Nope, I got to pull back. Amen. Because at the end of the day, y'all going to be home with y'all's families. Amen. So I got to make better choices. You can start anew today by making better choices and changing things for whose family? Your family. You may have made mistakes and errors or whatever. Do it right this time. Look at somebody and say, do it right this time. Do it right this time. You may have divorced. This is you on your second chance. Do it right this time. Don't let there be a third. Amen. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with sitting your son down and explaining to him, you know, I'm your dad, but I'm not perfect. And I've made error and I've made bad choices. So let me help you not make those. That's a real relationship. Amen. You don't walk around making your kids think you perfect. Then they put their faith in you. Then when they see you're not, their faith is harmed. First John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is what? Faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to do what? Cleanse us from how much righteousness? Unrighteousness. All, everything you've done, God can clean. Now, you're going to have to suffer the consequence of it. Most of the time, amen. God, he lets us escape some stuff. You got away with it. That, you know what getting away with it means? Don't do it no more. You got away with it. Stop! But you're going to suffer sometimes for consequences of error. Some errors aren't as bad as others. Some, the consequences aren't as bad as others. But you might have to suffer the consequence of something that you've done. But God will forgive you, and you can move forward. Amen? And you don't have to end up, because, you know, you, the first thing you're going to think about is your daddy. And you know, most men, I'm going to end up just like him. I'm going to end up this and that. You don't have to. You can do things better. Amen? And just because we're talking about sins of fathers don't mean we hate our fathers. We just call it what it is so we can deal with it. 
Amen. And most of your fathers will tell you, yeah, yeah, I blew it on that one. Because we are all human. All have sinned and fallen short, but a good father, when he learns the right way, does what? Walks in it. Come on, fellas. We're just going to walk in it. You learning the right way? Now it's time to do what? Walk in it. The path you choose will shape the lives of your wife and children. The path you choose will shape the life of your wife and children. Hosea 14 and 9. Who is wise? And he shall understand these things, prudent, and he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the just shall walk in them. But the transgressor shall fall therein. Summary! Being a father in our present society is a challenging task. Boy, they don't hardly have nothing on TV for the fathers when Father's Day comes. Mother's Day, they start a week early. A week early, everybody got mama on a commercial. But the fathers, just, that's whack week. Yeah, we did all the leftover tape, however much they got left in the studio, they're going to use that for the fathers. We don't get nothing. We don't get no discounts at restaurants. Mother's Day, the menu change. But being a father in our present society is a challenging task. If you couple the sins of our fathers to it, it makes our job what? even harder. So we're already fighting against the world because they want everything mama, mama-ized centered around women. All the movies now, the women is the heroine. Every movie. Every day. The James Bond, now they got a female James Bond. Jamaica Bonds. It's taking everything. The women just hide me. Wonder Woman. The dudes with her just whack, and she just women always Star Wars. Oh, remember Star Wars used to be the man's movie. Princess Leia fought once in the old ones. Now every all the new ones are about a woman. Now they gonna make one of the stormtroopers gay, or one of somebody in it. Yeah, what's his name? Finn. Finn. They supposed to be. I think one of them gonna be gay in the next one. How you gay in space? <laughs> are you where are you going in space where the gays are what what planet is that where are you going what what you doing in space with those desires in space hey man so it makes it hard it makes it hard to get beat down by society and then you got to deal with previous things that your father may have done that he didn't do right and now you're dealing with that and society it makes it hard on men fathers have it tough many of us suffer hardships because of the issues of our fathers and their fathers because your daddy got it from somewhere amen there are so many things that we may have missed or just weren't taught because of our father's lack of understanding communication or presence Regardless of our troubled upbringing or disadvantages, we are still without an excuse. We are accountable for what we do and not for what our fathers did. When we choose Christ, we are choosing a better way. And we must what? Overcome the sins of our past and avoid what? The sins of our fathers. You owe it to your children to overcome them. You owe it to your wife to overcome them.
Most importantly, you owe it to God to overcome. How you illustrating a new creation and you're nothing about your life is new. Making mistakes, overcoming curses and obstacles and fighting temptation are all a part of the fight. But we must persevere, never give up, and keep our what? Faith. Our deliverance and the salvation of our family can come through our fight of faith. If we stake the course and embrace the responsibility of being a new creation, we can be the fathers that our families need. Amen? Ezekiel 18 and 21. But if the wicked man turns from all his sins, which he has committed, and observe all my statutes and practice justice and righteousness, he shall surely live. He shall not die. All his transgressions which he has committed will not be remembered against him. Because of his righteousness which he has practiced, he will live. Do I have any pleasure in the death of the wicked? This is God say, do I just want to see folks die in sin? No, rather than that, he should turn from his ways and live. God said, which one you think I want to see? You, want, you think I want to see him die or do you think I want to see him live? If God created you, he wants you to live because living is what he gave you, life. Why would he want to see his creation suffer? Why would he want to see his creation die? Death is the opposite of life. He breathed light into his creation, so he wants to see his creation continue to live. Amen? You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.